The following podcast is provided by Athera Pharma and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders Radio Network. And we are here again on a springtime. It's in the month of April and the flowers are blooming, the tulips are coming up, and there's newness around us. And we're here to talk about a very, very special um, program for those that are in the beginning or medium stages of Alzheimer's disease. And obviously, you know, we hear about Alzheimer's and how overwhelming, but we don't necessarily know the actual statistics or what's happening out there. And so I felt it really important to our listeners to have kind of a little um, scorecard, you know, where are we in the progression of towards a cure? And for those of you that are listening, um, if you know someone that is affected with Alzheimer's or dementia, or have a loved one that is, this is an important program for you to listen to. And we are very, very um, honored and to have Dr. Verghese from the Keystone Clinic in Philadelphia area. You're actually, Dr. Verghese, you're in a Plymouth meeting. Is that correct? Pennsylvania, correct. outside of Philly. And I am so um, thrilled that you are with us. So welcome to the program. Thank you, Suzanne. And uh, thank you for uh, inviting me to this program. I am really passionate about the cause of uh, educating and finding cures, treatments for Alzheimer's disease. Anybody who's ever had a family member or seen something, someone with Alzheimer's disease uh, cannot think and behave the same way after that. Mm -hmm. Uh, My own mother died of Alzheimer's five years ago. And uh, that experience really transformed my efforts as a physician investigator. We at Keystone Clinical Studies are almost completely uh, devoted to Alzheimer's disease. And we've stopped working in some of the other areas that we used to work in because we see that this is such an important thing for for individuals, for society, and for the world at large. Yes, yes. And and obviously, um, working with Athera Pharma, who we um, love and certainly work with, um, you know, you guys have been able to team up with some medical breakthroughs. And we're going to talk about that this this hour about, you know, what's being done? What is the process? How can you get at the front of the curve of what's happening with with treatment out there? Um, And so obviously, I want to talk a little bit before we get into that, Dr. Verghese, I would love to talk to you about um, just overall, where are we with Alzheimer's in, in this country? You know, how, I mean, it's overwhelming, the statistics. Right. So before we go a little further, I just want to clarify some concepts. Okay. People uh, uh, kind of think that Alzheimer's and dementia are the same. They are not. No, they're not. Uh, dementia means brain failure. It's not a disease. It's what we in medicine call a syndrome. And there are many causes of dementia and Alzheimer's disease is the biggest cause of dementia or brain failure. Mm-hmm. HIV can cause dementia or brain failure. COVID can cause dementia. Drinking too much can cause uh, dementia or brain failure. Mm-hmm. Playing too much uh, football can cause you know, chronic traumatic encephalopathy and brain failure. So dementia is when uh, you're not able to look after yourself. And Alzheimer's disease has a whole spectrum of, of clinical presentations till the brain f- 
is so impaired that you have Alzheimer's dementia. Mm -hmm. Alzheimer's disease is the cause of two thirds or more of dementias in the elderly. Uh, As we live longer, there is more and more Alzheimer's disease. Mm -hmm. In the old days, you know, they would even call it old timers disease uh, because it's only the people who survived into old age uh, uh, developed Alzheimer's. But if you look at the statistics, uh, if you look among 65-year-olds, the prevalence uh, of Alzheimer's dementia, okay, is 5%. If you look at 70-year-olds, it's 10%. Mm -hmm. If you look at 75-year-olds, it doubles to uh, 20%. If you look at 80-year-olds, it's 40% or more. My goodness. So the, the longer you live, the more likely you are to develop Alzheimer's dementia. Today, we have about 5.8 to 6 million Americans with Alzheimer's dementia. And I keep saying dementia because the early stages of Alzheimer's disease is probably a lot more prevalent. And we right. don't even know how much that is. Uh, no, no. A quick uh, scary statistic is that the Harvard Aging Brain Study Uh, which looked at the brains of so-called normal people, Mm -hmm. uh, found that one out of three people in that study above the age of 60 had the amyloid protein in their brains on PET scans. And and what is that protein? Amyloid is the uh, protein that starts a cascade of changes in the brain uh, that lead to Alzheimer's disease and later on Alzheimer's dementia. So amyloid is a toxic protein that uh, the brain reacts to and it starts an inflammatory process. And that's what releases, you know, amyloid is the plaques Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the the plaques release the tangles. Mm -hmm. The tangles spread around the brain and cause neurodegeneration everywhere. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. coming back to the Harvard Aging Brain Study, one out of three people above 60 had this toxic protein and in about 15 to 20 years, it becomes Alzheimer's disease. So there's a so long you, uh, incubation period as it were. So do you find, and this is just a point of curiosity, mm-hmm. um, they have that protein. I'm sure that's a contributing factor. But mm-hmm. do you obviously um, recognize the fact that in a lifestyle in their, in their everyday life, um, does that necessarily affect them? Number one in their everyday life in their younger years, so you don't even have it and you don't realize, but another thing is what about your lifestyle? Maybe you're, you don't use, you know, mind activities as much in your, in your earlier days. Is there any studies in that area as far as how, um, your earlier life affects later life with Alzheimer's? Great question. So let me, uh, unpack that. So these people who had the amyloid in their brain, Mm-hmm. Uh, on the outside, they did not look any different. But right. when they did a very high-resolution MRI imaging of their memory center in the brain, mm-hmm. it had already started to shrink. Wow. Yes. And when they did high-end uh, neuropsychological testing, they were less, uh, they performed less well compared to people who didn't have it. Mm-hmm. So having the amyloid is not good for your brain. Right. It's just that when we get into our 60s, you know, we do things by rote. You know, we don't have to learn a lot. Right. Uh, And so it's not exposed. We are not uh, brought 
you know, the, the, the difficulty is not uh, shown up. I have a pa- had a patient who was the CEO of a company. He could run his company, uh, but they went on a cruise and he fell apart. Oh. Why? Because it's all new learning. Yeah. Uh, and what goes first in Alzheimer's disease is new learning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So these folks who have the amyloid have difficulties in new learning. It's just that mm-hmm. there isn't enough awareness to to grab onto that. So, so then what answer about... a question about middle okay, age. Go ahead. Uh, what's good for your heart is good for your brain. Got it. So controlling your sugar, your cholesterol, your weight, uh, regular exercise, aerobic exercise, social connectivity does help, but it's not curative like anything else, like cancer, HIV, heart disease, it's medicine and lifestyle. One doesn't fully uh, address it, but without the medicines, you really can't stop the process in your head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorry. That's okay. No. So then my next question is, what about adults that may be a fully functioning adult, but you may be somewhat on the spectrum? Or you may be in a situation where you've got ADD or any sort of neurological condition. Does that affect it? Uh, when you say the spectrum, you mean autism, autism. spectrum? Sorry. There is no connection between autism okay. spectrum disorder and Alzheimer's. ADD is something that starts early in your life, mm-hmm. you know, like in your teens and young adulthood and lasts throughout your life. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't think that either of these uh, predispose or, or can be confused with Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. Most people with Alzheimer's disease have very high levels of functioning, and then they start to go down in their 60s and 70s. With one caveat, uh, people with uh, Down syndrome ah. uh, who have three chromosomes, the uh, three 21 chromosome, chromosome 21 copies, 100% of them develop Alzheimer's disease in their 30s. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, and we know that uh, at least it's been in my experience that we um, know that early onset um, Alzheimer's can escalate more quickly um, than um, when you're diagnosed in your older age. And that's probably because your brain, I'm assuming has a little more functionality or is that a reason? It's just a more aggressive form of illness. Okay. So when you're younger, it just, it, it moves faster through your system. I know, I know I just lost a class classmate of mine not too long ago. I mean, he's like my age, 66. And he, um, I I mean, he was diagnosed and three years later, he passed away. It was so fast. It was just overwhelming. I couldn't even believe it. So it's just fascinating how this disease has, has hit our country. And, and of course, um, just uh, we're closing. I, I just really want Can to I leave you with one statistic. Yes, please do. Uh, there's a new case of Alzheimer's every 65 seconds in the U S and oh it used goodness. to be every 67 seconds. And some say it's even every 63 seconds. So in the time we were speaking about 11 people have developed Alzheimer's disease and globally it's every four seconds. Oh my goodness. So oh my goodness. this is a disease that is, increasing in prevalence as we go along. Well, and I know in our state, in the state of Washington, um, our statistics are overwhelming. Um, uh, You know, I believe the latest came out. There's like in just in the state of Washington alone, there's over 150,000 of our residents that have Alzheimer's disease and they're being cared for by close to 400,000 unpaid family caregivers. 
And that tells me there's a huge issue in this con- in this state, and let alone the country. And Dr. Verghese, you're going to be with me this hour. So for each and every one of you, he, we, he and I will be right back. And we're going to talk a lot more about Alzheimer's disease and how if you know of someone or you have a loved one, um, how you can get involved in a very important clinical trial that could put you ahead of the curve in finding a cure for this disease right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Athera Pharma and Answers for Elders Radio. For more information about the Alzheimer's clinical trial, go to atheraclinicaltrials.com. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.